I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickard. And this is Dispatches, Dispatches from, from Fort, Fort Awesome, awesome a, a news radio, radio podcast. With Jen. On the ether. Hi. The Jetsons were here. Hi. Um, so, everybody, what, what, this is... What, what, what was on the ground on the Jetsons that always creeped me out? Okay, anyway, let's Yeah, that's a good question. We never saw the ground. Freaked me out. Freaked all, me out. All the poorsies. <laughs> all the poor people. That's probably what it was. Oh, I made this about class. What it was, or they destroy the the, the, the planet with all their. I think that's. Matters. I think that was. That's what many people surmised has happened. Uh, welcome to the Jetsons podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm your boy Elroy. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a James, special, his wife. <laughs> a special uh, episode, an audience episode. Uh, people, ha- this is basically the reason this is happening is because I am terrible, and I have like got backlogs of emails from people, voicemails from people, fun links from people. I know that this is not even everything. This is probably going to be a few episodes worth, um, but we're going to read out some emails, answer people's questions, address their delightful compliments to us, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, mostly the compliments. Mostly That's the what compliments. we're going to talk about. Let's be honest. Um, and so where uh, I will just say we're. Uh, nobody's officially given us permission to use their full names. They know that when they leave us a voicemail, they use, that's going to end up in there. So that's one thing. But I'm just going to be reading first names in the emails and uh, just in case. But if somebody, you do want us to use your full name or something or a weird nickname in the future, call us. Leave us a voicemail. 60, no, 646-801-WNYX. Email us, freakzilla at scopenet.com. Um, and as we're coming to the sort of end of at least this run, the regular run of the show, um, the more stuff we get, the better. Like, it's fun. It's We like to hear from people. But we are going to continue doing stuff, and there's also the Patreon. Anyway, now that's out of the way, let's get to the first email. Um, so uh, we get emails from people like quite a bit and then people like email and then email and then email because they're like, hey, they got new thoughts. They're practically live tweeting it but by email. And I love that. I love it. But I don't get to address all of them because I have a million emails in my inbox. Uh, I used to be good at keeping up with it. I'm not. So there's a gentleman uh, named Bobby. We have a, we have voicemails from some of these people too also um, in addition to emails. So if, if it covers the same information, whatever, I'll cut it out later. But um, uh, I'm going to read the first email from uh, Bobby. He uh, says, uh, I feel like I can jump in now in email. And this is back in January. This is how old, some of these are older than that. I apologize. Um, I feel like my favorite episode would have to be Daydream. I love the horror movie references and how well Andy Dick plays each one of them. It's so creepy that you can't help but burst into laughter. The editing and choreography also was very well done. I heard in stocks that the Phil Hartman biography is fairly dark. Uh, I bought it a while back on pre-order and haven't made it to the uh, to the book in my list. Is there ever a good time to read it? I tend to do most of my reading on flights and on my way to vacation. I sense such a happy time may clash with such a book as you described. 
Lastly, you mentioned most sitcoms don't really make Star Wars jokes, and news radio was almost unique to that kind of play. I recall one more, although there may have been others uh, from when I was a child. Fred Savage's character in a short-lived sitcom known as Working had a Star Wars reference or two in an episode. His boss used golf clubs instead of lightsabers and mimicked the sound effects using his own mouth. Uh, thanks for all your work on these episodes, Bobby. Uh, I'll address the Phil Hortman biography again and just say yes. Super dark. No, there's no t good time to read it. I felt just depressed reading it the whole time. Not the whole time, but... You know what's going to happen. You know what it's leading up to, even though there's some pretty joyful, good stuff in it. It's just dark. Just it's a dark read. I don't now is not the time. Now is not the time to read something that dark unless you're just a completist. That's See, that's I, what I would say. I haven't, I haven't read it yet, but just based on your descriptions, I've, I've been biding my time before mm -hmm. I even touch that. <laughs> you know, it's fascinating. And, it, and it's a very it's a very like dense exploration of who he was but there's also it's one of those things where it's 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 so hard when you know uh every time i was talking to somebody about that thing it's probably made in another episode and i apologize but anytime i bring up phil hartman uh, i'm like hey he was my hero the the impulse is always like oh so sad and it's like i don't want that to be people's first response when they hear phil hartman my i would love for people to be like oh so funny so sad too but so funny because his legacy really needs to be his humor uh because yeah it's sad but it's sad when anybody dies it was tragic it sucks but that's not the thing that i want to think about every time i think about phil hartman but that's what this book is all about man and it's leading up to it you know it's not talking about it all the time but you know what it's leading up to it's it's unavoidable so it's hard i don't know I don't know. I don't know if you guys have ever read a book about somebody where well, it's like, you know how it's going to end. It's like, but it's still worth it and good because there's a lot of good stuff in it, but it's still also explores his dark side as a person a lot. So, well, uh, this is a not very similar to that at all, but I remember re <laughs> uh, reading the autobiography of, of Gene Wilder and he dug oh, into yeah. some of the weird dark shit that happened to him as a kid. And I was like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wow, I'm glad he did. But yeah. like, just when you read that, it doesn't, doesn't matter who you're reading about when you find that dark, spot about me like okay well you know they're an actual person at yep. least it's just oof. That, oof. Uh, that book broke me and it also made me realize oh shit maybe i do have these problems because we had the a lot of the exact same anxieties i was the same thing like he has yeah. the same ocd kind of that yep. i have and it was just jesus well that's so funny because what was it like two years ago when uh you like, and i we found out, hanging yeah. out we're like oh we have the exact same because there are different types Not, of ocd there's many different types of ocds but we have like the exact same uh -huh. one and I was yeah. like, oh, that's why we get along. We're both dealing with this, the darkness in the same way. Uh, well, it's not even... Well, yeah, it is dark. It is, but it just, it just causes you so much anxiety. And it's just, 100%. Oh. And Gene Wilder went through the same thing. Like, the one that stands mm -hmm. out to me is in that book, he describes, um, like... He was walking down the street, he had to spit, saw that there was a black person near and did not want to spit near the black person because he thought they would think that he hated black people and like just this whole anxiety he had about just having to spit. And God. it's like, yeah, yeah, that was my life as a child up until 25, 30, hard to yeah. say. Like not that long ago because if you don't know that that it's a, a pattern, yeah. So, but the Phil Hartman book would be worth reading in terms of like, it is worth reading if you love Phil Hartman, great. But like, just kind of, you might need to bide your time because because you know you're about to build up to a tragic murder. You might just not want to read about that right now. Not a good time, maybe. Well, so again, I I I, I got to read it, biding my time, like I said. But uh, I would think even before any of that stuff happened, when you see the dark stuffs going on in his life, how yep. you yep. can uh, when you see any comedian using humor as an outlet mm -hmm. to deal with that, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, it, it, and that's part of it. And, like, I like knowing 
I, I liked knowing a lot more about his backstory because it's always like, oh yeah, you know, he was Canadian, and it's like, okay, he was, but he actually lived in America since he was like ten, so he was more American than he was Canadian, at least in terms of time spent here, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's bits and pieces of, about his life that I didn't know. Stuff about his brothers. His brothers are fascinating. Uh, his whole family is fascinating. They all did interesting stuff, and um, there's probably other stuff they could have explored. Anyway, there's my very long ass answer to that question. And also, yes, please read. Uh, uh, is it Kiss Me Like a Stranger? That's the book, right? Kiss me, uh, Gene Wilder's Kiss Me Like a Stranger. That's his autobiography, I think. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because he's, he's written many books. I can't remember which one was. <laughs> yeah, I know. The audiobook is also very good because you get to listen to Gene Wilder reading your earballs. So, I mean, come yes. on. Uh, do you want to read the next email if you have it in front of you? Ye- oh, yeah. From Tom. Yep. Tom, Tom by the way, big supporter, big writes supporter. a lot to us. It's good. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. He said, hey, Jason, thanks for writing back. That's addressed to you, Jason. Yes, I'm sure you are busy. The photo is much appreciated. If that costume is now yours, that is amazing. Even if borrowed, still great. Please don't keep it too close to a space heater. Yes, ha. talking about the Phil Hartman the uniform. Costume. Space space uniform, yeah. Uh-huh. Listening to the first anniversary, Brian Kelly, Arcade Redux episode, and the cat, or one of them was Audible, which I love as I also have cats. As I started to listen to this episode, I was playing... My Wii for the first time in forever to get in the mood. Parentheses, dork. I didn't say. Uh, I am trying to rewatch the end of season five to get where you are. I own all of seasons one through four and have for years, but I couldn't ever get into season five as much because of losing Phil Hartman, which hit me harder than anyone else in that era. He's the reason I watched in the first place. His death was like my version of John Lennon's murder for twenty for people 20 years older. Anyway, we're enough removed, and I enjoy enjoy the pod enough. I will wade back into those waters, and then I will try to leave voicemail at WNYX Newsline. Hope this finds you and your family well, as well as Alan and Jen on the ether. By the way, does on the ether refer to Jen's ethereal voice, or does she <laughs> have to work through a <laughs> through a problem with a what is that laudanum? Laudanum, like White Earp's wife, and oh God, been Tombstone. And the real deal, and the real deal is her path to sobriety. Oh my God! Thanks for the inadequacy, Tom. Adequate, adequate. I can't even. Adequate, adequacy, adequate, adequacy, civity. Don't ever have me read an email again. Jesus. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, uh, my guess is, uh, yeah, no, Jen's on the ether. I don't even remember when. What was uh, the right? What was the like? That's a good question. What did we? What was the purpose? <laughs> well, I mean, just because Jen doesn't exist as a person, we know that she's I mean, just a voice. Do you see she's me in pictures? Dimensions. No, no, she's not in pictures. No, no. There's a random lady. I'm who shows real up in though. A couple darn it! I'm just on the ethereal plane. Yeah, that's fine. You're not addicted to laudanum. Not that I know of. Okay, that's fair. Yet. That is fair. Yeah. Um, you haven't been slipping it to me, right? No, 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 no. Uh, he also uh, sent a separate email. Tom did. Uh, he sent a lot of emails. I love it very Aww. much. It makes me very happy. Wait, uh, I can read this one. Go ahead. Joe Garelli, Ron Swanson. My guess is these two would be fast friends. Adequately oh, yours, Tom. I feel like, I don't know, I still feel like Ron might be more of a Jimmy James friend guy, but that might be... <laughs> I, I feel like there's a level to which they would be friends, like their mistrust of authority for sure would definitely help. The, Joe is probably a libertarian because he's, he's crazy. And then um, on top of that, I think there's a point, though, where Joe trying to be too macho would upset upset Ron Swanson, but I don't disagree that there are definitely levels where they would be sure. get along. 
How do you think Ron would deal with the alien conspiracy stuff, though? Uh, he would take advantage of it uh, and make money <laughs> off of it, the way he did with the the alien cult. He would get. Be he like, would oh, get, I have a tool for. for he, uh, he'd get him involved with the reasonablists, and he'd sell him a flute. Uh, have the uh, the nectar of a thousand sorrows, which is root beer and red wine. By the way, tried that once, uh, just for fun on a podcast. It's oh one of the God. worst things I've ever. It was like, oh, this kind of tastes good, and then I'm like, no. no. And then I was so sick, I felt so ill, because of course it's a terrible idea. Um, oh, Tom was the person. Another email from him. Uh, Jimmy says, what's the buzz? Tell me what's it happening. Seems at the time you didn't know that at the time that was a line from Jesus Christ Superstar. I think that is uh, definitely, um, he said, a true story. I'll see myself out, Dr. Shane. Um, <laughs> that was a great ending of an email, by the way. Yeah, no, it's good. I also I'll see like myself when, out. <laughs> and I like when people say Dr. Shane. It, it makes me very, very happy. Um, let's see. Okay, so this is another one from, oh, God, two months ago. I am so sorry. Uh, and I... But here's another thing. Uh, there's a podcast I listen to called The Futility Closet. They always advise you, please, if you think we will have trouble pronouncing your name, give us a pronunciation guide. So I will do my best with this person's name. Uh, it lo- it's it's Solly or Sally. I want to get it right. I'm so sorry. S-A-U-L-I. I don't want to F your name up. So I'm going to thank you, though, for emailing us because this is a good one. Um, uh, I've been meaning to write you for years, uh, for four years or however long it's been, but I never got around to it. Uh, I found you when uh, uh, you had maybe one or two episodes out, and uh, the way I found you is quite funny. I decided to ran. Oh, here we go. This is fun. Uh, randomly go and see what Usenet is nowadays for nostalgia's sake. Oh, no. Went to alt.tv.newsradio and saw your advert. So what happened is they have it as Tavian we discussed, which should come out before this, maybe. Um, the Usenet stuff is all archived at Google. And so I found it, but you can still post in it. And I definitely said, hey, I've got this fucking podcast. If anybody's out there, please listen to it. Uh, and she said, I've been listening ever since. So it worked. If not for this happy accident, I probably would have never found you because even though I'm a fan, I haven't looked at any communities or sites related to news radio ever. So thanks for posting in a long dead medium. It reached at least one loyal listener. When you started, it was probably hard to imagine that you would uh, one day have all the major people as guests. 100% it is. Yeah. Even though I, I fancy myself a pretty good uh, interview getter, um, I've had plenty of my biggest heroes of all time turn me down uh, over and over again. So, you know, you never know. Uh, by the way, if you nerds are, uh, if you are nerds with a yearning for the past, I recommend oldused.net. It is a Usenet archive that replays in real time only 30 years ago. So you can add them to a newsreader and get new posts as they appeared 30 years ago. It's really fun. That's kind of dope. Um, so Solly or Sally, thank you. Thank you. I love that it's like a green screen computer when you go to the old school. Oh, you went to it? Is that what it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Love it. I mean. It looks like an old, like when the internet started and it's just all, you know, numbers and algorithms. That aesthetic is, is fantastic. <laughs> I love it very much. I, that was something I, we talked about with Tavi. I didn't participate in that part of the internet because I barely had internet when the show started. I had access through my best friend, Dan. Uh, but like, I didn't really have it outside of that too much. So I didn't really participate enough. Well, you um, also had to dial up so you couldn't use the phone. 100%. My parents would not have been happy. I could only use it when I could. I used it late at night and I may or may not have been using somebody's account that uh, didn't know I was using it. Hmm. That was really <laughs> Yep. Oh my God. And then just trying to get anything. It was mostly just chatting with Dan. And then a lot of times I've looked through, yes, I saved our old chats from 20 years ago. A lot of times it was chatting about, hey, funny episode of news radio tonight. Oh, funny episode of this. But I do like that news radio because I'm like, all oh, right, I was... I was a fan i'm not just talking a big game that's right I, I definitely did enjoy the show you know um but yeah that's i love that that actually found somebody um i've used it a couple times because when i was trying to find piano uh i also needed that 
uh, I really wish I had we'd done that episode, but it was just a pain in the ass to find him. Uh, no, because the things people know, I found him. So the kind of the surprise is, is dead. But I, I will say thanks to um, our buddy uh, Brett Schlank, uh, who is the person who co-created a drinking game that we're in, how we met, um, and who used to be a uh, page, an NBC page for news radio. Like I was like, hey, I'm looking for this guy. Brett works in animation in an undisclosed capacity, and I'm looking through for this guy, and he's like, oh. Well, I'm looking through these old posts. He worked on a Goofy movie. And I'm like, how did... And literally, we're talking weeks into this. And I'm like, how did I miss that? Just go to the IMDb. Wow. Look around. Does anybody match up? Found the guy. Found his real name. Looked him up. And then he emailed me back. And I would still like to get him on the show. Um, I think he said that his English is not perfect. But who gives a shit? Like, I'd love yeah, to have him on. But I'd also really like him to have him do art for the comic. Um, no pressure, Piano. I'm just a big fan. Those comics are great. The few that survive are look really beautiful. Good. You know? Um, big fan of piano. If you guys don't know, we've talked about him a lot, but he did some of the just these great comic drawings of stuff that happened on the show, and then sometimes would do his own his own ideas. I, what I'd love to see him do is take some of Neil's modern day news radio plots and illustrate those, because that would be a good <laughs> pairing. Because Neil's stuff is when they're good, they're real good. Oh my god, um, they're never bad, you know. But they're you know, they're fantastic. Um. Alan, you wanna you wanna read the next one or no, do, do you? Gazza. Uh, <laughs> so I listened to episode one nineteen today, and it was actually very interesting to hear not only Holly's history, but to listen on as she went through her trove of costumes and props to find more news radio stuff. Luckily, it was found. It sounded like you were getting a kick out of actually seeing this stuff with your own eyes, though it makes me wonder. What other news radio costume or props they have attained before they were most likely sold? <sighs> Jason, do you have any don't info me, on that? Don't make me think about it. I never asked her because I don't want to know what's out there. That I mean, I you know the big one though the the one that she originally said, oh, I destroyed all of Hartman's stuff, and then she was like, oh no, I might not have destroyed it. I might have just given it away to um, thrift stores, which means they went out unmarked and people owned Phil Hartman's stuff without knowing it. Which is fine. That's the point because the point was they didn't want her selling it for thousands of dollars because it belonged to a dead man, and I respect that she did that rather than destroy it. You know, uh, but that's the big one where it's like, oh fuck, there are whole, whole suits out there that belong to Phil Hartman. That's fine. Well, yeah. I, I can't complain. I have one of his ties, and I've got the fucking. But it's just like, for the sake of other people, and for the sake of completion, and for the sake of if I ever become rich, I'm definitely creating a news radio museum. It's that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, yeah. continue. There's more. Regarding episode 100, of all of those who read the characters' dialogue were pretty good, especially whoever did Matthew and Mr. James. I let Eric know about the, the Matthew thing. I uh -huh. think he, he was he, amazing. He's brilliant. He, and, he was great. And I knew he was going to be perfect. Yeah, I knew he was good for that, part, that role. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Alex, of course. Alex oh, Salem and Mr. James. Alex yeah. Speaking of scripts, some time ago I had pointed out I had pointed you towards someone who had purchased a good amount of news radio scripts. Have you been able to contact him? If you have, Ooh. keep up the adequate work. How did I miss that? You know what? Uh, well, how did I miss that? Because I keep missing stuff. So I have to dig back through, but I will say at the very least, because it would be fun to own them. However, I am going to get to scan all of them at some point um, from Paul Sims archive. So at the very least, I will be able to handle them all. Uh, so yeah, long story short, to answer that question, um, I, I have scanned some of that stuff and released it in bits and pieces. Um, I'm trying to figure out what to do with those uh, those binders. Um, and she did give me a couple of the binders. So those ones, you know, definitely I can um, release in full. And we'll slowly do it. It's one of those things where I'm also like, 
showing this stuff to the Patreon people first, um, giving them like first crack at it uh, in terms of looking at it. And eventually I'd like this stuff to all be public because I'm a big fan of it, um, of doing that with stuff. There's just, there's, and there's a ton in here and they're going to take me forever to scan. Although I told you though, yeah, we went over this. I scanned a full binder, that full uh, purchase order binder, which was insane. 300 some pages. Um, and actually in that Zoom call that we did, that first news radio Zoom call last week, I just w was randomly pulling stuff out. Hey, you guys want to know how much Toby Huss's costume cost in uh, season five? And I told him it's like $2,400 for his couple costumes. Um, some of the, they're like $100 shirts and shit. They're, they're, you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta get stuff that holds up and looks good in, in the right light. But, uh, a lot of money. Um, but I agree. We cast very well. Uh, Matt, Matt, Eric's on, like, I already knew Salem could do a good Jimmy James and he's a lot yeah. of fun, but Eric, I only barely knew. And that was very good casting on your part. And I've uh, just, well, I, it's, it's weird because you can't see him, but I just, the stuff I've seen him do like physical comedy and stuff mm -hmm. and his, which is weird because the guy looks like a model, but then he could be, very, right. he can play that part very well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's annoying. I hate him. I hate him in a nice way. In a nice way. He's, he's, he's a, a sweetheart, sweetheart though. Oh yeah. No, he's yes. very nice. Um, I'm going to, this next one, we're going to do our first um, uh, bit of audio because this person was trying to leave us a voicemail, uh, failed at leaving us a voicemail because our phone number wasn't working. I did, by the way, double check. We do have it. Um, uh, it is still working, but she had trouble on that particular day. So she left us an audio file, which is great for a podcast because it sounds so, so, so much better. Um, so I'm going to pull up a, she does leave her full name in this. Um, so I assume that it's okay to say it. Hello, Jason, Allen, and Jen. This is Lauren Weston. I'm a longtime fan of news radio, but I am unfortunately very late in discovering your podcast. Uh, that being said, I will say that I have torn through about 72 episodes over the course of the last four months or so since I found out that this existed. Um, and I, would, I just wanted to share a thing that I do that I feel like probably a lot of news radio fans do. Um, I wrote a novel and I snuck a news radio reference into it without my publisher's knowledge. So please don't tell them. Um, <laughs> it was just a little scene where the main characters sit down and they have to watch a news broadcast. And I decided to name the newscasters Bill and Catherine because of course I did. So my question for you guys and for the listeners as well is where have you gotten away with a news radio reference in your creative or your professional pursuits? And what was it? And uh, I just want to say thank you for putting this podcast out there and all that you do for the fans and it's been a real joy to listen to thank you that is a dope that is great that's a wonderful thank uh, you. yeah i don't I, I have an answer but how about you alan i don't know if i mean you do a lot of references in real life so i feel like you, you're quite qualified to answer that question i mean i definitely do it in uh in real life i think there was one See, I can't. I only have a vague recollection because it was it was years ago. But there was some short or anything I was on as an actor where they they let you do some improv or ad libbing as you were going, and there was something I I didn't quote directly, but I stylistically stole like something out of delivery. I think it might have been from Dave Foley. And uh -huh. I remember, like, I got laughs and stuff, and then after we recorded, it, I was kind of sad to like. Ooh, maybe I should have done that. I, I didn't. I didn't like steal it. Like I mean, I stole it. I stole the style, but I was just like, ah. They didn't use it though. But I was just like at the same time, like at last, like, 
Ooh, maybe I should have done that. But, <laughs> but I mean, think of this, though. Everything Phil Hartman ever did was was him synthesizing what worked from Jack Benny, uh, from yeah. Phil Silvers. All these, it's always, it's, it's, it's the most creative stealing. It's really, honestly, it well, becomes sausage. You're just turning your influences into one thing that becomes you. We're always, we are our influences. So what are you going to do about it? It's true. It's true. But all the things you get influenced by, and then you, when you use it, and then you just had that moment of like, oh, of wait, now I know where I took that from. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's different. Okay, but performing is, I think, the one place where you get to do that. Whereas, like, if you steal a bit of writing where it's like, oh, fuck you, you just stole, unless it's a reference. Like, Can it, I, you know. I, yeah, I, I will say that I was in, so I was in a a, a, a play, the, the writer, she's, she makes a living as a writer, like, doing movies and stuff, but she... Wrote this play. I was, it was an alternating cast, and I remember she said, "Just go nuts, have have free." And I remember ad living something that got a bunch of laughs, and then the next performance, the other guy who played the role stole my line. I was like, "Wait, oh, wait a minute!" I didn't know. I remember being so pissed off at that, and like the head guy was like, "You know, it, hey, it happens. It showed this. It happens." I was just like. Yeah, but like I style, I I use that because it fit me. It stylistically fit me, and he wasn't getting the last, but he was still stealing the line. I'm like, what oh, the hell? No, like, well, that is that's some I bullshit. Was, I was pretty pissed off because I. Yeah, of course, of course you were. Uh, Jen, do you have you? I don't think so. No, that's fine. It's all right. I'm gonna be adding stuff to our comic to our comic, of course, and and that's the. I mean, like that's kind of like gonna get that out of a lot of people's systems i think like the wanting to make art of a thing that you love 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 so much um i will first of all i want to know what her book is i'm gonna have to look it up and ask her which book this is because she's got a few i think uh, so, yeah we to, could plug her book too we, we could well i want to make sure it's the right one but at the very least uh her name is lauren weston she's a an author person um it's probably this book which i'm is it it's very recent so i'm wondering um uh, well, I don't. I don't want to say the wrong thing. You know what, Lauren? Hit me up. Let me know the name of your book, and then we'll absolutely plug it on here. I, I don't mind doing that. Um, but in my book, <clears throat> pardon me, postmodem, the interwebs explained, which I wrote five years ago, released five years ago. I uh, wrote actually several Definitely years ago, reference. released five years ago. <laughs> um, there is at least one news radio reference because one of the computer experts that I quote in one of the chapters is Tom P. Baxter. Um, so. I definitely quote him in there, but I write my own quote. It's just a name that I use because it's a book all about computers and the internet. So there's definitely, that's definitely in there. And then in looking forward, the movie Alan is in um, with me. Uh, I fucking shoehorned my entire character's universe into the news radio universe by basically saying that Matthew's character had given me a shirt when I interned at a radio station in New Hampshire. I don't know if I told you this, Jason. Mm -hmm. uh, when I so it was in high school, I was basically making, because they weren't making a Ghostbusters 3, I started drawing a comic of a, a, a short Ghostbusters 3 script. Yeah, I, I remember wrote. that. And like, every panel took me forever because I was trying to make it look as realistic as I possibly could. But uh, I, I obviously, I never finished it. But the end of the script, they meet up with the mayor and I had Steven Root, I was going to draw him in there, and I essentially, he was just Jimmy James. He wasn't like any <laughs> other character. He was Jimmy James, and I believe Norm MacDonald was his assistant, so he was just like Roger. <laughs> I completely, again, never never finished it, and obviously I didn't have the rights to it. It anyway. doesn't matter. That's but, so good. <laughs> oh. 
Alan, I'm going to ask you what I ask anybody who tells me something this cool. Because I think you've mentioned it before, but you need to scan it so we can see it. I should scan. Uh, I kind of want to take that out because what I remember first doing, because again, remember uh, I was very young, but I started drawing this and kind of writing it as I was going. It mm-hmm. wasn't until I got like two pages into drawing it, like, I need to write a script before I do this. This is really <laughs> dumb. Is, so I did this is that. A pain in the ass, yeah. And it's not. <laughs> And I'm a much, much better, like, not that I make a living or anything, but I'm a mm-hmm. much better writer now. So when I look back, it's, I, we'll, we'll see. I'll scan it. I'll scan it. And yeah. I'll, uh. We got <laughs> to see it. Come on. It's fine. Oh, it's God. good. Who's Mr. Jameson Rogerwood? Um, let's Again, see. never got there. You see the main <laughs> cast. It was, yeah, it was essentially, it was Peter Venkman and Winston were always just wanting to hang out in the firehouse, not wanting to go out, being happy, being content, being mm-hmm. lazy. And it was. Egon and Ray that were doing all the business love stuff. It. I, I love it, it so weird. much. It's so stupid. Anyway. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Uh, you want to read the next one? Another one from Tom? Uh, yeah, where were the heck were we? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, Tom. Tom. Hey, Jason, Jen, and Alan. Hi. Sorry, I have not emailed in a bit. It's okay, Tom. It's okay, Tom. Uh, life gets busy sometimes. Still listening to you lovely goofs though i have gotten to the point where i have received a few shout outs ha i was like hey i know that dude thanks for that <laughs> you're welcome not as cool as paul sims acknowledgement of jason Klum, but i know oh, he wrote he wrote clam he on wrote purpose because that is how paul sims says it in the in the because uh, <laughs> how would you know in the uh, what do you call it in the commentary i know i was just trying not to you it's that. fine it's okay <laughs> hope he paul sims knows it now how <laughs> How you all are, uh, hope you all are well and are staying uh, staying so in these weird, scary times. Uh, keep those hands washed and delay any new episodes if necessary. Stay safe, my peeps. A couple probably more thoughts on what I have heard most recently. The interviews with, uh, number one, the interviews with Vicki Lewis, Candy Alexander, Dave Foley, and Stephen Root were great and really some interesting and fun episodes. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Number two, I super enjoy the long-running Call Me Al bit. Hmm. We, we we decided to retire that, Tom. I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry, Jen, that it sometimes cuts you off. By the, by the way, do you know what these acronyms are? I try to let... Real deal uh, with Bill McNeil and uh, decline of Dave Nelson. Oh, okay. oh, I'm an idiot. That makes complete You're sense. You're fine. Uh, there were some real deals with Bill McNeil's and a few uh, decline of Dave Nelson's that were outstanding, so I definitely want to hear those. How did I not catch that acronym? Sorry. He wrote it out. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> that will be a special episode or possibly two that we're going to have to do soon. Yes. Uh, num- number three, in one of the shout-outs Jason gave me, you were positing that I might be too grossed out because of the urinal discussion you will not rid of me so easily i cleaned urinals professionally in basic training and i'm well aware of how (laughs) gross they are i also have to wipe one of my cat's asses on the reg (laughs) (laughs) i don't get grossed out i love that yep it's fantastic uh number four your love of patrick warburton has helped me ready reinvigorate my interest in season five I have been putting up with Crackle commercials to watch it again. It really is pretty good, so thanks for that. You guys are my three favorite white noise crickets. Aww. Thank you. Number five, Jason, it's Dave Gruber Allen. Yeah, I totally said David Dave Allen Gruber one episode. Like, I was thinking of David Allen Greer. (laughs) I think. (laughs) 
I can only assume you were conflating him with uh, David Allen Coe. Nope, it's David, David Allen Greer. Greer. That's who I was thinking of in my brain. Dumb. <laughs> Idiot. Number six. <laughs> Number six, Allen. I love you, Jimmy James. This is true of the whole run. Well, thank you very much, Tom. <laughs> do, 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 do. Number seven, Jason. Ditto on your Matthew. Something about my penis. <laughs> Jesus. Not mine. Number it's eight. Matthew's penis. Matthew's penis. Very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, number eight, the teacher Dave sends the video to is the same actor who plays Earl Milford in Arrested Development. Not sure if you watched that show, but I find the first three seasons on similar level as News Radio 30, Rock, Parks and Rec, B99, and The Good Place. See, I Tom, I knew Those... I'd get along with you, Tom. All these shows are good shows. The first three seasons of Arrested Development are... They're great. Are, oh, yes, spectacular. Not that I'm saying the later seasons were, but they just weren't the same. No, of course not. Yeah, you know, they're different. Yeah, shit happens. Um, yeah. Number nine. As much as I enjoy the interviews with people who were involved with the show, very John Lovett's voice, jealous, uh, <laughs> jealous. Uh, my favorite bits are of all you discussing the show or not. Example: one episode, Jason was holding back a sneeze, and Alan and Jen started chanting "sneeze, sneeze, sneeze." I laughed quite a bit. I don't even remember doing I that. I do. You two are assholes. Sounds like us. It does. Well, yeah, it does sound like us. <laughs> like sneeze, 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 sneeze. Are you gonna sneeze now, Jason? Oh, yeah, it's like that. Is it making you want to sneeze? No. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh. Number ten. Never apologize for getting off the rails, Jen. Uh, <laughs> you know who was on the rails? Damsels in distress, but. <laughs> there were put, their uh, uh, put there by <laughs> nightly whiplash and waiting for an idiot Canadian Mountie hobos, not winos, uh, wink and Joe Biden. Remember, <laughs> not all those who wander are lost. Oh, that's very sweet. Uh-huh. Very poetic. Mm-hmm. Again, take care, stay healthy and safe. I'm really fond of you all. Regards and admiration, Tom. Well, thank you, Tom. Thank that's you, Tom. delightful. We, um, I will say we burned through more of this than I thought, but I think we, we're going to need to do a second episode of this, but yeah, I think it's a should, nice, if you're, if you're... it's a nice, uh, tone to end it on Tom. Thank you, Tom. Yeah. That was very sweet. Tom joined us in the zoom last week. Um, he might be there this week. I was don't he know. in there? Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, it was Tom. It was, uh, the, uh, the nice lady who runs news radio quotes. Uh, it's Neil. Uh, it was uh, a bunch of other friggin' cool people. It was, and it was funny cause it was just like. Just kind of a chill discussion, and then obviously people from the show show up out of nowhere, and we're like, oh, of course, well, this has to happen now. Um, right. And so, yeah, you guys should check that out. Go to uh, at M-, M News Radio. Um, they're big supporters, and I think probably half the reason we have any followers, because um, yeah. they've been retweeting us basically since the show started. Um, so sweet. Yeah, it's very nice of them. A lot of them do, by the way. A lot of them, at the very all the other news radio things tend to at least like them uh if not retweet them um and i'll take what i can get i appreciate it you guys have been well, very supportive and very nice yeah seriously like uh uh especially and uh huge thanks to everyone who has been who kept listening to like uh uh, uh what the heck was it Hold on one second one second Hold yep. one second yep Blah. Uh, well, no, uh, uh, Lauren just saying she burned through 70 episodes 72 episodes because I think wow. when we started I I I was always just like, are we just, we're essentially just rereading the episodes, yep. right? And laughing about yep. it. That's all we were doing, yep. right? And then we did. Uh huh. And I was start so fighting the group. So thank you for getting through all that. For real. Part. Well, I, I was worried that we weren't 
doing enough, which is at the very least why we were doing bits and pieces. And of course, the real deal is the one of the few things that is not like yes. just us reading the show right. uh, and then us doing favorite lines. So I was like, fuck, is that is that all this is? But I've also, by the way, since, you know, there are other shows that are very much that way. If you listen to The Office Ladies, of course, it helps that the, the two of them were on The Office. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but they're doing the same thing. And then they obviously get to be like, hey, here's my fucking diary from that week. And it's like, and that's great. So we don't have diaries. What we have is like us laughing like idiots at our favorite show. Um, we can make uh, fake diaries and pretend we can. We, yeah, then. I was there. I remember. <laughs> that's that's what we'll do next uh-huh. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. July 1st, 1997. The show's <laughs> off for right now. It's hiatus. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, that is, it's, it's very nice to hear. And somebody, one of the earlier uh, emails was like, I bet you never pictured that you'd have those people on. And it's like, no, uh-uh. Cause I, but you, you also don't know, like, uh, if you're going to dig in to a show like this and the people who worked on it, it could just be another blip in their career. Weirdly, everybody's been like, oh, no, it's the best thing I ever worked on. So we're, we're catching people in those moments because... Uh, like if you got the people from the office yeah that's the best thing they ever worked on because it's super successful and people love them for it so and this is a show that less popular but obviously they they get the love from folks like us so I think it means something to them I think yeah I mean uh, God, I mean when you look at all the uh, guys that were involved with this and all the big like great fantastic stuff like after I mean Mm -hmm. uh what Paul's working on, what we do in the shadows, TV show. Yep, uh, yep. Uh, you got Lou who did Veep, which was another show that you could frankly just do a podcast of because it's sure. so good. But uh, yeah, it's just it's just nice to know that the show that people didn't see <laughs> is still like uh, you know their uh, their baby. Right. Exactly. And if I'm not, uh, you know, I don't want to say. I feel like I could be wrong, but I feel like there's somebody who worked on news radio who also went to. Um, Psych. Well, there's so many uh, people who worked. That out, makes like, sense. That makes yeah. total sense to me. Yeah, I, and I, I which does. is it just comes up if only because you know uh, somebody the other day was saying. Uh, well, there's a gentleman who who live tweets uh, my Star Trek podcast and also is a news radio fan uh, and our fan of this podcast. And he also brought up Psych, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should just do a Psych podcast. He's like, yes, I would listen to that. I'm like, well, okay, maybe I'd think about it. I love that show. Uh, but there's that. There's also somebody who worked on Cheers, who worked on News Radio. There's been a lot of uh, a lot of fun. Talking about Jimmy Burrows. Uh, well, you know what? <laughs> Never mind. I'm an idiot. Yeah, that is definitely <laughs> one of those people. But there, are, there are definitely other people who also also. Our good friend did. Jimmy. Our good friend Jimmy. Our best friend. I'm sorry. What are you talking about? Our, our best friend Jimmy Burrows. Um, I don't think we're ever allowed back on that set. Um, <laughs> is that show still on? I don't even know. Is it? Show it still? is. Oh, it, it is. is? Actually. Yeah, yeah, the fuck's it called again? Happy man, uh, man, man with a plan. Man, do thing. Man, happy man, man. with a plan. Man, man, plan, 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 man, the plan, man. Plan, man. Starring Matt LeBlanc, Matt LeBlanc, and Kevin Nealon. Matt Cook. Sure. I met him at Groundlings years ago. He's such a sweet guy. He seems like it. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't. He's, okay. he's really good. He's a good actor. He's a really good actor, though. Oh, you know what? There we go. Sorry, uh, producer Kel Cahoon. Kel Cahoon produced 22 oh. episodes of News Radio and produced oh, all of Psych, most of Psych. So, yeah, that's uh, that's somebody who I'd like to get on this show and talk to them also about Psych. Um, Annie Uh Well, this has been very nice of you folks. Send us in more stuff. We've got enough stuff for something of an episode, um, and we'll cover that. Some people sent us some interesting stuff. I've done some research, too. Maybe Shit. we could cover those, you know, in another episode, too. 
Jason, what was your favorite moment in the emails? Oh, uh, thank you. You know what you did a gag I was going to do, you son of a bitch. Uh, it was, uh, Tom, <laughs> we can do it. Tom was uh, talking about uh, the sneezing moment, and that's uh, pretty good because you guys harassing me is well-deserved and Does also very funny. Does your nose tickle now? You go fuck yourself. You know what? Because there's a good chance you could psychologically make me sneeze right now. There's, there's, And right now? You want to do it right now during a... This thing that's going on, I'm trying not to mention it. So Jason, don't sneeze. Do not sneeze. Uh, right now. <laughs> oh, I hate you both so hard. Uh, oh god, that little twinkle of the, the nose. It mm, just makes mm-hmm. you just feel like I gotta so get it out. Dry in here. Oh, oh, it is really dry. I'm feeling it too. Is that pepper? <laughs> I smell pepper. <laughs> it's working. Don't do it. Oh, there's just one All thing right. left. No, what do you guys want to promote? Sorry, what do you want to promote? Oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. Jen, what do you want to promote? Make, harassing people? Hey, make somebody laugh today. There you go. That's good. Yeah. Don't, don't be rude. Uh, don't be rude, she says. Don't be rude. I did that for for all of us today. Oh, okay. To okay. <laughs> Just do it in a way that'll make them feel better. Uh-huh. If you can. How about you, Alan? It'll make you feel better, too. Uh, watch News Radio. Watch... Watch Veep. Watch mm-hmm. watch uh, watch Dolomite is my name. You can catch me in two of those three things. Yep. Uh, somewhere. Uh, <laughs> and uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Alan Rickard. A L L E N R U E C K E R T. And for all complaints, please tweet at J Clom. At yeah. J-Clom. Nope. J Clam. J C J Clam. <laughs> wonder if that's out there. J C. We'll call you J C. J C. Yeah, that that won't be problematic <laughs> at all. No. Uh, Jason, what do you got to promote? If um, that exists, it's not this Jason, so don't yes, do yeah, it. I know, right? Um, I will just say, you know what? Agreed. Re- rewatch news radio. Here's the thing. Uh, you guys have been getting an experience none of us have had, which is watching the entirety of news radio over the last four years uh, without notes involved. Um, I can't wait to go back to doing that. And it, right now is the time to do it. I mean, in a matter of days, we're going to watch the final episode and get to it. And, sure. um, you know, it'll be finally a moment where I get to after that watch the show without notes. Although at some point I'm going to be like adding stuff up like, oh, how many times do they do this joke? Eventually I'll yeah. get to that but. What's cra- what is crazy about it is when you do, <laughs> when you are doing the podcast, which which I love doing, but then it is a different experience when you are having to go back. Oh, what did yep. he say? What did I just miss? And keep yep. going to rewind and then take the note and then uh-huh. rewind. Uh-huh. Yeah. And sometimes I don't. And therefore, that's why I like get lost in my notes. You know, that that kind of shit, that kind of fun stuff. Um, and I, I'm just going to promote, you know what? Th- I just want to say thank you to the people who are supporting us on Patreon. This is yeah. not a push. You do not have to. Um, it's cool if you want to. We are going to put extra bonus stuff up there um, that won't go public, at least for quite a long time, uh, because obviously people are paying us for the privilege and we want to give them something new. But it's worth it. It's fun. Um, and we might we might even do some Zooms and stuff like that, too. But for the meantime, I will still just promote follow uh at m news radio uh modern day news radio because neil is doing these for the foreseeable future i don't know if he's going to do them every week no pressure neil um but it's a fun get together with people that where we may talk about news radio may not may do some trivia we're going to try and find a ways to mix it up so it's worth it i'm also going to give a big shout out to everybody that we talked about that that we emailed uh bobby tom mm-hmm. uh sorry if i'm butchering it but like i said mm-hmm. uh, uh solly mm-hmm. uh golden mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm uh and lauren yeah 
and and, and Tom and Tom and Tom and Tom and Tom. And Tom, and Tom. <laughs> well, there's a lot from Tom. We thank you, Tom. You, actually, Tom's given us a lot of materials. I know. Great. We got a lot more voicemails. <laughs> We're going to get to more voicemails next time. Um, oh. I wasn't sure if I would do that this time, but yeah, we'll get to some voicemails yeah. and some really Re- fun shit people have sent us. This new reminder, radio. reminder to Lauren just to make sure we have the right book because we'd like Tell to play us, your book. Yeah, we too. see one yeah. book, but I don't want to promote the wrong thing or if that's somehow the wrong woman uh you know just tell us just uh, hit us up uh, say hello um well there's just one thing left to say and that's catch you later catch you later cakes. Bee cakes sneeze 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 son of a bitch <laughs> dispatches from fort awesome a news radio podcast is part of the stolen dress podcast network the show is hosted by alan rickard jason Klom, and jen who lives on the ether our theme song was composed and performed by michael warden have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. You can also send snail mail to Stolen Dress Entertainment, P.O. Box 805, Burbank, California, 91503. Subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast outlet. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio. Or find everything in one place at WNYXNewsRadio.com. Thanks, Joe. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave. Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey, it's my turn. Ah! <laughs>